Welcome to another episode of Off Top Podcast. Um, I'm Yoshi Stinsky, and I do today just us two here. Um, recap Monday Night Raw. Shout out to Anchor. Thank you for giving us the platform to host our podcast here on the Top Row Podcast. Please follow us on social media and other podcasts out with. Hashtag off the top road podcast. Hashtag off the top road. Hashtag support local podcast. Hashtag OTTR. Hashtag support OTTR. Um, yeah, today's episode is about last night's Monday Night Raw. Again, none chilling. Um, hope everything's good out there. I know everybody's protests around um, my way. Like literally up the street for me, so um, I hope everything's peaceful out there. I hope everyone stays safe. Um, yeah, let's not put this political stance in involved in this right now. Um, yeah, we're wrestling when the night raw opens up with the trio of Seth Rollins, come out with his disciples, Murphy and Austin Theory, walk the ring. It gives us a recap of last week's actions, and then we see Murphy and Austin Theory sit outside as Seth Rollins because he's promo by himself in the ring about his actions. His actions towards Ray Mysterio it gives us a highlight of his career and to his devastation by Seth Rollins. Then we get a scattered round of applause from his cronies outside. As he said, the keyword it'll be an honor for him to induct Ray Mysterio into the Hall of Fame. Oh, not gonna happen. Alistair Black runs in, they start a fight with Rollins before the commercial break. We have a commercial break. Seth Rollins versus Alistair Black. 20 minutes. Alistair Black gets the dub. But before the finish happens, uh, they're in the middle of the match. Rollins throws Alistair Black aside. Cronies now wanted to work on more damage to a part of the career. Runs out with a chair to try to even the odds, supposedly. And Seth goes out to calm his disciples down before the commercial break. Victory by Alistair Black. After the match, he summons his disciples to attack him. And Brother Carrillo tries to save him. But uh, he could be down for his troubles. Then his two disciples is holding out the back, making him watch as Savage curves on from Bertha Carrillo. He this is what happened. The curve starts House Black for his troubles and stand victorious. The match itself was 20 minutes. I give it 3.25 stars. Like I said, play careful with Alistair Black's role. Um, should it be a crony to Raven Stereo? I feel like Raven Stereo could have, but because of what happened, there's got to be something to that play. So playing Alistair Black is like, if you try to build him up to be this big eventer, he should have been leader. He should have been right now. 
but um, I don't know. But the disciples are pretty effective as how far this thing goes. Uh, Brother Korea was still vanilla. He needs to add a little more from there. He's going to try to run him out with a chair. But, you know, something else is still missing with that. What I got to say about that one? Go ahead. Um, I give this legit a three. Um, I said this earlier in our first take. Um, probably the best heel right now that WWE has is Seth Rollins. He's proven day in, day out how to be a heel. Um, I said about Alistair Black that he should win after Seth Rollins during the whole um, Royal Rumble, after the Royal Rumble, because it would have been for Seth, probably Alistair Black would have stayed a little bit longer. But um, at the end, of, after the end of it, it's um, it's sad to know that he's going to add him now with the whole with the fans, um, with legit no fans. Yeah. So um, with everything that's being said. That's all I can say right now. I'll give it a three. And go to the backstage. Charlie introduced Andrew Garza with Lena Vega on his actions last week. Kevin Owens he gives Charlie Rose with Lena Vega. Richard up watch. Charlie's ever being mad. Going to commercial comeback. Shawn Michaels makes his pick, which was Edge for supposedly the greatest wrestling match or the, or the greatest match in wrestling history. Bullshit. Then we get another recap of MVP Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre's assignment from last week. What happened to them? Again, MVP and Bonnie chit chats and toe. She doesn't like what she hears. She slaps them and walks away. Goes to commercial break. 20 fucking commercial breaks. Jesus. Uh, recaps when it comes back from, from commercial. Other first segment. I don't know why. We go to the arena. Kayla Bracken. Win follows hyped up, but he chooses his challenger, which is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens comes out, congratulates him, and feels bad about he doesn't deserve it because he lost last week. But it feels bad that Apollo will have a short title reign, which I said this earlier. This was a stupid ass segment. Two baby faces fighting for a title on television does not work. Doesn't work in wrestling, doesn't work anywhere the fucking way. You don't see two baby faces going at each other's throats. Besides sparring, that's it. You can't see no real double storyline competition. But you see, I mean, you see the competition, but it's not in like a traditional wrestling aspect. Uh, was leading up to the bullshit second match. Nicest title of Paul Cruz versus Kevin Owens. For 10 minutes, there was no contest. So Dry Angel Garza comes out first and attacks them both going into the commercial break. My God, I, like I said, I gave him no great earlier. I still stand by that. It's just bullshit. We'll be going to the fancy booking later. I will change the whole goddamn thing. That's all I got to say about that. You can talk about all the shit that I just, I, I mean, I just said. You know what? Um, I I have a no grade um myself. I, um I literally 
thought it'll be like a full type, a full good match. That'll probably excel Apollo Crews. But it really did. It it did hurt or diminish both both of them, but this is a this is just a crappy type of an end to it. And um my grade comes out after this. Hmm. Anything else from all the stuff that I said from earlier from the Angel Garza promo, the Sean Michael Jr.'s pick, the Kakavon Wanda, MVP's crap. Look, 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 I'll put like this. The Lana situation, Lana should be fired. I do not know why she resigned. Maybe because right now she thinks that she could probably now get more money than her real life husband Rusev. Who knows? Maybe she want finally become the breadwinner for once. Maybe she might get more TV time. Who knows? But at the end of it, that sucks for um for WWE. You not even put her as a wrestler. You put her as a manager. Now Shawn Michaels. Now the Shawn Michaels. I could literally say, say that all reason why he's picking Edge just because of Ric Flair picking Orton. That's the only legitimate reason. Ric Flair knows Orton because of the whole evolution transpired. Why Edge is why HBK is picking Edge? It's unknown. It's unfactor. Um, now the whole Angel Garza, Angel. I hear that he's getting. I hear that he's getting a push. Don't know what that push is going to be, but he's getting a push and. I like it, but then, but then again, I don't because if they push him, what's gonna happen to Andrade? Baby, are you gonna push both of them? Or babyface hmm? him? But then again, you babyface him for what reason? You feel me? Because you're gonna you go to Angel Garza as a heel, as a bigger heel, or yeah. try to build his status up. So you're gonna have to have a face of one, you know, for him to get over in the ring, right? True, but then again, you also take a look at it, right? If you push, where will where will Selena Vega will be at? Will she be on the side with Garza, or will she be on the side for Adrade? And we all know that Adrade and Gar- and and Vega had that chemistry. And, and we see the same with Garza and Vega. And they combine those two together. They're good, they'll be a good, nice little tag team. Just don't split them up. That's all I'm trying to get at. Just don't split both of them up. It's, it's too early for that. And you need the fans to be around for it, that that draw day push to be it to actually be uh a face. A heel, 
Nah. Versus face all push away from that. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. Anywho, that. going forward, mm-hmm. coming from that commercial break, we get the third match. Now they're in the tag team match. Paulo Cruz and Kevin Owens versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Six minutes, two stars. Apollo Star gets the pop up power bomb on Angel Garza for the dub. Like I said to you before, they should have just done this whole combined thing earlier and intertwined it, and they could have saved a bunch of minutes. Had a better match. This was complete crock. One star. Only because Apollo Cruz was there. So I know you got to say about that. So. Two shits, Torsi flush. Cuts the backstage. Then we get Kevin Braxton interviews Oscar on on um Nia Jackson's Charlotte Flair and responds to Nia Jackson deal with her leader. She'll save. She will be waiting to go after her her leader, but the the but the Empress don't bow down to anyone that going towards Charlotte. C minus goes into a commercial break. Come back from the commercial break. Street problems of Viking Raiders play bowling. Two shits in the toilet seat flush. Dud. Five negative stars. Five flaming trash cans. This was garbage. Over fucking garbage. Just garbage. <laughs> Recap of the Ink Eye Clicks. And Bliss Cross for last week. Did we get the fourth match? Billy Kay of the Iconics versus Nikki Cross, both teams beefing before the match even goes out backstage, going into the commercial way before we actually get the match. Six minutes of action. Billy Kay gets the power bomb, gets the dub. Two shits and toys he flies, died. This shit is worth ripping off my notebook paper and throwing it in the garbage. I wish this shit never existed. Dukes go. Look, this is what I'm doing. Um, how I how I sit there and see it, I see it as they're they're gonna make it a triple threat tag team match for the titles. You gonna see the Iconics versus. Bliss and Cross versus Banks and Bailey. And for the whole entire segment, I've just seen the Iconics there. Oh, man. You know what? This is what I give. If y'all heard that, that was a tossy flush, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I give it. A tossy flush. Really. Hmm. 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 Well, touch the backseat. Charlie interviews Drew McIntyre, World Heavyweight Champion. How he loves challenges. He will claim more kick MVP tonight. And claim more kick Bobby Lashley at Backlash. And then the last course to do another commercial break. Twenty guys in commercials. He minus come back for commercial. Then we get the commentary team and interview Ray Mysterio by Skype. He answers questions on his health, the Seth Rollins situation. Dominic comes into view and says his piece. Rob Mysterio blames, blames um, Seth Rollins. Damn you. And Dominic uh, for an eye for an eye speech. This was his little mic work, promo work, trying to get him set up and get going and try to see where he's going with his career, where he's getting involved. B plus. 
But Ray Mysterio was there. Dominic would have been in trouble. But I don't want to talk about that. You can... um, Not my fault. And before we get into the fifth match, now Jax comes out. He cuts a little promo for um before the match. Uh, Oscar was gifted. The title do the hormones feel like she's a victim at play here. We will expose Oscar for who she really is. She goes into commercial break, come back from commercial break, we get the recap of our truth. Rock and we see did we get a video segment. Rock and Kalski doesn't David, um, Foxborough, and Archie. Surprise roll up him. Referee pops out of nowhere. One, two, three. He wins back 27 title. Hippie doo skippy doo. Jumps up, celebrates, and runs away. And Gar Kelsey's boy is getting him up and getting him to get ready to go to Tampa. Trash. You can, you can have the floor from here. That's all the stuff I was talking about. <laughs> all right. Um, WWE, fuck you what you do to R-Truth. Because, like, I know R-Truth was like, I got my kids. Let me do this shit. I know he probably don't want to do it. Now, the Gronk, Poor acting, my brother. Poor acting. Um, we already we already know that our truth is gonna get the title back. We all kind of figured that. You take a look at it. When Gronk got when the news came out that Gronk is playing for Tampa Bay, we all kind of figure that Gronk was was Gronk was gonna lose the title, and I found out he got released. Good for you, Gronk. Good for you. Because no bullshit. You'll be the longest non-compete wrestler, quote-unquote wrestler that WWE has, and you hold a title. Kind of make me feel that you're, like, how to put it, the male version of Maria Kanellis, where she won the title, the 24-7 championship. Um... The whole Nia Jax thing. Uh, I give it a trash because that's all I think I was seeing right now is trash what comes out to her promo. She needs more work on it. And um, that's all I can say on that. Um, but the tag team, everybody knows I love tag teams. And it's sad. For me to sit here and say that the tag team division fucking sucks. If you had to put tag team wrestling into a bowling alley, to a bowling match, where, like, where's the other tag teams at? What happened? Where is Ricochet and Alexander? I mean, Ricochet and is Cedric Alexander. Where, where are they? Where is he? Uh, like, like, who else is on, on um, Raw right now that's a tag team? Where are they? Bring them to wrestle. 
make them wrestle. We don't have to see this bullshit. Just because they just because they have belts don't mean shit. And how I'm sitting saying this is just because I could literally sit here and say is that what they're gonna do to the street profits is what WWE has done to freaking our true. They're gonna put in bullshit ass shit just to get the audience to sit and say, oh look at these black folks. Oh, they up, they get it, they want to smoke. I think, we, oh wait, you want smoke? Let's smoke. They got red cups? Let's get some red cups. Let's, let's enjoy ourselves like how they enjoy themselves. No wonder why freaking Bianca Belair said that everybody could send y'all as jokes. And that's what W is making them to be, jokes. Sorry, but... Sorry, not sorry. Trash and a waste. Waste of good talent. Waste of good. The wonder why WWE's tag team division is either hurt or they end up leaving and make better out of them goddamn selves. All the raw, shit's a fucking. Shit's a really. Is, is sad and pitiful. I want to legit go back on a go back on a toilet and pick a good ass shit. But that's the, how I see the whole tag team division. Men's and women's straight up shit. Until y'all can fix it, I must. I will continue to say this shit, bro. Next, my man. You forgot about the Dominic and Ray Mysterio promo. So, oh, 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 wait, hold, hold, hold. You said the Dominic and Ray yes. Mysterio promo. Bet, bet. Now Dominic and Ray Mysterio. I could literally say see a twist coming, and nobody don't see it. Ray Mysterio is going to face. It's going to face Seth Rollins, right? That's what's going to happen. And when it does happen, Dominic's going to interfere. Once Dominic interferes, he'll join the Holy Alliance with Seth Rollins, Murphy, and Austin Theory. And they will become a new... He'll join that core just before Rollins leaves to the sunset for Becky to help out Becky Lynch in the in the pregnancy. But that's what I see sold on going on right now. And like I could see that coming. A miles away. WD is very predictable. And the only reason why I don't want to say anything about Ray Mysterio is because he's a legend and the icon that I respect. Great matches all his whole career. And it's it's sad that his contract is coming up, and once his contract's coming up in a couple of months, and when he's ready to leave, before he leaves, he wants to bring in Dominic to take over, to, to take over that whole, to take over his his name, and make sure that he has a name before he ends up leaving. That's all I gotta say on that one. Oh, 
Moving forward, going to the fifth match, the bullshit match at Atari about first. Nia Jax versus Kyrie Sane. She got the cut above her. Yeah, she got a cut above her head. Jay changed the finish. Hits him with a leg drop. Gets that dumbass finish. This was a total fucking waste. Two shits in the atomic toys he flush. Everything in the whole nine yards. Light a firecracker and all the toys and watch the whole thing explodes. This is trash. I don't give a shit what fact that I fucking say. That fat cunt should be fired. Period. I don't care about his dumbass speeches. Oh, this is wrestling pussies. But this is professional wrestling, meaning professionalism. If you don't know how to fucking land a slam or a clothesline, then you can't be in the fucking ring. Dude, even said, bring your ass, bring your ass down to NXT. Shut me up, shit, shut some fucking weight. Shit, shut some fucking weight. Work on her in ring performance better so, so she can master her own craft and style. Stupid peasant. Fucking idiot right there. Like, yo, either. You'll either get her some proper training or let her the fuck go because she, because, you know, you're dumping money on her for no fucking reason anyway, especially when you're trying to do all these cuts right now. So, please. Fuck out of here. Fucking whack garbage. Can't even fucking have a thorough ass fucking match. All her shit, all her shit's been short lived. That's it. When, when, and when you're a big person, you only does it for certain spots. That's it. So what do you expect from her? Enough said. Fucking garbage. Alright, mm. I'm gonna pick off where, where my brother left off. Um, yes, I did yes, for those listeners out there, yes, I did say for Nia Jackson going out to NXT. Because if you all if y'all really take a look at her before she was a wrestler. She was just like any diva back then. She was a model before she be- actually became a wrestler. And then when she was a wrestler, she was down in the NXT for, what, a year and a half. They put her to the main roster. Because like her built, Satya saw she, they needed a, a big scary diva to go against, to go against mostly all of the divas that's around. Now, let's remind y'all, even though that Nia Jax is part of the bloodline, she ain't had that proper training like everyone else had. She's not like The Rock, whose pops is Rocky Johnson. She's not like Tamina, who had Jimmy Foss snooker. She's not like the Roman, because he's... Because... He has the Wild Samoans. He's not. She's not like the Usos when they had the Rakishi. So let's really take a look at it. But and she's not like. Wait, now let's compare it to everyone else of the divas. The divas now Oscar trained in Japan. Kyrie Saint trained in Japan. Charlotte Flair trained by her father. Who else? Hmm, Becky Lynch. Now, Becky was trained in what, Ireland? Trained as a wrestler back then. Well, you know what that she could probably compare to is probably Alana 
or probably a Bliss, but Bliss got better. She hasn't. She's Bliss stayed out there longer. She didn't. Name gets you somewhere, but if you don't have the proper training, all you think you're good for is just the name. That's it. So I gave this one two shits, Torsi Flush, and my God, help her. Let her train. Let's repeat, ladies and gentlemen. Let her train. Take that to the bank and smoke it, motherfuckers. After that bullshit match, we're going to recap our exit promo for last week. Go to the commercial break. Come back for commercial break. We're going to let backstage reorder cut this promo. He's been watching the WWE Network lately. Uh, the show's the reference. Rick Flair's admiration of him while Eddie's had to work harder to get what the fuck he's at. Meanwhile, for him, he's just had to be recognized early and will prove that who is the better wrestler. They give him three letters RKO. B. Plus. Go to the sixth match champion versus champion match Charlotte Flair versus Oscar. Before we get that, before all the mayhem and chaos. Oh, Charlotte Pro. Charlotte Flair cuts promo on herself and hyper herself up for the Eddie House pay per view this weekend. Uh, Oscar can't measure up to her. Or she want to be like her. Well, her accolades decides, and that's why she's trying to come at me. Whoa. Then they're in the midst of this stupid ass 12 minute match. Now Jackson interrupts and comes out in Oscar's mask and eyeliner and shit and mocks her entrance and shit. Before she gets blindsided, before she gets counted out, um, because she's wide fucking distracted. After she gets counted out, she gets clotheslined on the ramp. Like seriously, Jesus! Charlotte Flair wins by count out. I don't know why I give this a stupid ass grade because the match itself was solid. We didn't need a stupid ass finish. So my greed would have to be a 3.5 because of the solidarity of the match itself. The match that we actually got was great. Was great. I loved it. I mean, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I liked it from I me mean, from both perspectives. I didn't want the match really to end until we get that bullshit-ass finish at the very end. Why in the hell is not the Rose coming out? I'm guessing because you have to protect both both champions, especially one's about to go into a pay-per-view on Sunday, and the other one's going to be going to a pay-per-view next week. But they could have done this a different fucking way. They should have never done this match. And that's going to be the case. Yes, I respect the in-ring performance. I didn't, I don't respect the booking choices of why this thing got on the card. You have no plan for it. How we get executed that we can lead it up to next week. Makes no sense. I rather prefer Charles just coming out and doing a damn promo. It's you know, it's a regular attire. You don't even wrestle it. Also gonna face someone the fuck else instead. Still get a dub and then Naruto the came out afterwards, dressed up like her and shit, and then got the upper hand on her. Fucking stupid booking, WWE. Fucking stupid. I'm done. Go. Uh and my nose smoke now we sit there and say two shits of the toasty flush. 
and that's what it gets right now. It's a two shits of a twenty plus. I'm not talking about the over the match. The match is a match between Oscar and Charlotte Flair. Now those two can actually bring the house down. But yeah, if y'all if y'all take a look at it, the I'm. I'm not talking about the match. I'm talking about the entirety of the whole entire thing from start to finish. And when Nia Jax came out with the trying to act like she's Oscar, that shit gives a fuck you. That shit right there is like, why the fuck you doing that shit for? It's not protecting Oscar. It's not protecting Charlotte Slay. It's just making... It's just made making the the women's events look like y'all just clowning everything. Oh man, yeah. But this going backstage, Charlie's Lana on the MVP situation shows the clip from earlier today, and has been instructed to stay behind. But apparently, she found a little loophole to get involved in the next match. Trash. Go to commercial break. Come back for commercial break. We get the main event MVP with Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. And right before the bell even starts, we get Wanda's music come out. I fucking laughed. Ah ha 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 ha. During this six minute intertwined tangle, solid 3.25 stars in the main event. Drew McIntyre gets a Claymore kick on MVP. He looked dominant and looks like an overall wrestling player for them to build on and have established for years to come. So, he was great. He has the size, the speed, the agility. He could definitely talk. He could definitely work in the ring. He could definitely sell right. So, he's the overall new package of what Vince McMahon won a long time ago, but he got in a different form. So, kudos for Drew McIntyre. Uh, 3.5. It was solid. Except for the bullshit-ass um... Aftermath of it was we get Bobby actually hitting the full nose on him right after the match was over, and then it stops because the stupid ass raw talk happened shortly afterwards. <sighs> stupid, it's just stupid. 3.5 stars. Congrats, Drew McIntyre. That's all I gotta say. All right. Um, now, now from fans, I'm gonna pick off where my brother left off, and I was gonna say this is. I'll give it a three. Probably. Thank you. Bless you. Yeah, probably one of the best match that has a storyline going in it. Of of the night. Um. I like Drew McIntyre. I like Bobby Lashley. I don't know why they keep having MVP Russell when he's when he is retired, ladies and gentlemen. Why they keep having a retired wrestler compete if they are re- are they're done? I understand he is a he is a manager. I don't mind MVP as a manager, but if he's gonna be a wrestler. Stop it. If you retire, stay retired from the from the wrestling ring. It's not like it's not like you're getting 
a great match out of him. He's not a real good type of a person who can give you a great match. McIntyre will help carry a person to have a good match, but that's about it. Now, now with everything, and on top of knowing that Lana came out, and the look on Bobby Lashley's face like he saw a ghost, that had me in tears. To sit there and know that Lana came out for an MVP match and see the look on Lashley's face. If y'all rewind it, it was like he saw a ghost. It was like he was shit on himself. No bullshit. <laughs> but from the overall perspective, a three. And I like the ending because that way it'll just, it'll just give you something to look forward to of all the matches that's in the backlash. The greatest wrestling match of all time. Show. So last year and McIntyre will, will probably be the only match I'll probably see at the, at the, the whole show. That's, that's it. That's the end of the whole damn that's show. Overall, I give this only two measly stars. Two, two, two. I need to explain myself in there. Well, overall, grade, would you give the show? I'm getting this show two shits and don't wipe an ass with no flush. That's, that's how shitty it is. That's just gross. That's how disgusting <laughs> I, I was. Um, before we. <laughs> no, no. Like I said, that's how disgusted I was. It's still gross. <laughs> Before we end this show, we're gonna play the game, the fancy book, the game. Now that the rules are there, we know the rules. We're gonna pick a segment. We're gonna change that particular segment that we choose and explain why. If I was the fucking booker of this, I would just intertwine that whole Apollo Cruz coming out and introducing his challenger. Kevin Owens should have been came out, but then Angel Garza should have came. Nah, I whooped his ass last week. Da 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 da. Whatever the hell, and be like, you know what? I don't even think that this is going to be big enough to have a fail four way. This ain't going to work. So how about this? We're going to do a tag team match right here, right now. One, two versus two of y'all. Let's go. Let's do this. They could have averted the first match because that made no booking sense for both babyfaces to. To face each other, wonder what have to go over, and then you have to go to a DQ finish, which was stupid. You wasted a lot of fucking time. So I would intertwine that and book it that way. So at least we would have a longer tag team match, and you got both people over, and we would have seen a nice, better match than what the hell that we saw with these two separate. The two intertwine. That's all I gotta say. But for this, let me sit there and say, I will give, I'm going to give it, what what do I want to change? Nothing. Because you want to know why? Everything needs change. That's how I see it. Everything needs to change from this whole entire 
from this whole entire um show. The most number one thing I need to change is that tag team bowling match. Take that out. Put more wrestlers on that's tag teams. Get them an opportunity. Hell, build another tag team. Because this right here, if, if I see one more pony-ass bullshit, I swear to you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find Paul Heyman. I'm going to get the baby powder. And I don't care if Brock Lesnar is there. Because he can get it too. I'm going to smack the dog shit out of both of them. And then if this man comes, I'll smack the dog shit out of him too. And drive my and hop in a car and drive. Fuck the bullshit. Because all this right here needs to get needs to fill the voices. Need to get that slap. Because honestly, this is sort of bullshit. That's the end of the show. That's all I gotta uh, say on that. Thank for coming on. Thank you to the listeners that's been supporting us. Please follow us: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Off the Top Ropes, all in one. Uh, you can find us on Anchor here, our main hub, Spotify, SoundCloud, Radio, uh, Radio Public Podcast, Google Podcast, and Breaker Podcast. Um, check out for our next episode where we're gonna be doing the Wednesday Night War. AEW Dynamite and WWE NXT. Let's see how that goes. Um, y'all be safe out there in the protests and shit, man, because shit's gonna get out of hand. And if we do go to martial law, it's gonna be iRobot. Period. Um, I'm not gonna talk about my views and opinions here, so we're gonna say that for another day or after our episode when people are actually ready to talk. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to our fellow member, o- uh, fellow OTCR member, Wise One for his upcoming podcast in the building coming soon to here on Anchor and Spotify. We're going to be his first set of guests, and we're going to see what happens then, folks. So um, hopefully we're going to get someone on the ID there. Um, that's all I got to say. That's all my shout outs, and y'all be safe and blessed out there, man. Please be smart. Don't be dumb. And whatever the hell that they're trying to portray on the media, don't be believing that shit. Read, do research. You know what the fuck is going on. You guys are doing the wrong things. If anything, what I encourage you guys to do, don't go after the don't go after the stores. Don't go after the black owned market stores. Please go after the state building. Go after the police departments. Go after the IR fucking S, the Pentagon. Trump Towers, mm-hmm. anything that's connected to Donald Trump or they are supporters of, especially Wendy's. Starting now, burn down fucking Wendy's. And now they're supporting by giving up 400K to Trump, you know, uh, to Trump's care. So, y'all people should not be eating Wendy's right or right about now or any other corporation that vouches for that president. That's all I gotta say about that. Dukes, do your plug-ins. We get the hell out of here. Uh, I'll plug this. Y'all know who I like. Um, if y'all, for all the listeners out there, shout out to all the hoes. You know what I'm saying? I like y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all keep me blessed. Um, shout out to smokers, weed smokers, the drinkers. Because honestly, right now, I'm going to need a drink. Because this is going to get crazy in a bit. And I ain't trying to fight. 
I'm I'm done fighting, but how uh, looking out there, especially the whole protest is up the street from me, and I hope they'll try to bring it down the street where I'm at. People got a rude awakening, but uh, yeah, this is um basically shout out to all the, all the supporters out there that listen to us, because without y'all, we. We really won't be doing this as much, but everyone, everybody who likes us, know us, give a shout out, listen to us. That's all I gotta say all on right. that one. And uh, this whole COVID nineteen situation, y'all know what the hell to do. Be safe out there. Wear the wear the face mask. Be clean at all times. Look after each other and everything else. Oh man, this is so much stuff going on. And that's one beloved talk show who told me, told you, and people around the world back in the day who ends up becoming a, becoming a judge. So, kudos. Take care of yourself and each other.